This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. Our regular meeting times are at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. each Sunday. Come join us as we seek to worship God in spirit and in truth. We sang this morning uh, several songs about how God is love. So I'm going to get the confusing part over with to start with. Let's start and read this. If any man come to me and hate not his father and his mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, in his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. We're talking about the same God. This is exactly what is a commandment that we have. In this case, the word hate comes from a Greek word that means love less. So when you take and use it that way, our commandment is to love less our father, mother, wife, children, brother, and our own life. This is a commandment we have. So let's study that this morning. If we go forward in this, I'm going to try not to read all of this. It talks about a guy that's going out to build a tire, that he will sit down and figure the cost. Otherwise, he'll start building his tire and run out of funds. And the people will come along and mock him, saying this guy was starting to build a tire and couldn't finish. And ask another question. A king going out to make war against another, if he goes up with 10,000 against 20,000, will he not take and get counsel? Can he do that? Or else at the end he's going to send some people and wave the white flag and want to have peace. The important part is 33. So likewise, whosoever be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my disciple. Everyone in this audience, you want to be Christ's disciple. There's one important trait this morning. You want to be his disciples. That brings us to our title, Priorities. Are you putting Christ first? Brother Levi talked about this not too long ago. Are you putting Christ first in your life? I look out. I presume every one of you are putting Christ first. You came here. You came here today. You're not somewhere else. So that was a, de- a good decision for today. Uh, I want to think a little bit here about previous to the verse we read about to hate your father and mother. And I won't read this either. This is a, a very common uh, story we find in the Bible. A guy made a great supper, and he sent his service out. Go tell them all things are ready. Come. You remember what happened? One of them says, I have bought five yoke of oxen. Please have me excused. Another says, hey, I bought a piece of ground. I pray thee have me excused. Another one said, I've married a wife. I cannot come. So when that servant goes to the Lord of the house and tells him all of this, he was angry. He said, go into the streets. Get the crippled, get the blind. Have them come into this supper. He said, these, I've already done this. 
So then he tells them, go to the highways and the hedges. Bring them in. He says, compel them in. He wanted his house full. Verse 24, for I say unto you that none of those men which are, were bidden shall taste of my supper. The guy went to a lot of effort. He spent funds. It sounded like it was a very big banquet to me. And he said, those that were invited all had an excuse. He said, they will not taste of my supper. I read this and I think about Jesus and our Lord God going to all the effort and the pain to develop a way for us to have our sins forgiven. Jesus bled and died on that cross for me and you so we could have our sins forgiven. God has prepared a place in heaven for me and you if we live accordingly, if we put Christ first. I'm thinking that some people are going to make an excuse and not put Christ first in the life. So my question, what hinders you from putting Christ first? I think every one of us falls short in this, myself included, and not putting Christ first. Maybe we're selfish. 2 Timothy 3 and 2, For men shall be lovers of their own self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those things that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such turn away. Do you have a form of godliness? Who is first in your life? What is first in your life? Or do you just have that form of godliness? Matthew 16 and 24. Jesus said unto him, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, Take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. I'm, I see people all the time. Uh, they may wear a cross on a necklace. They may have a tattoo with a cross. So I ask you, where's your cross? Have you picked up? Christ's cross do you need to dust it off have you taken that cross do you take up that cross are you following him he demands that we do this all right let's look at some more examples or questions another one said I have five yoke of oxen I go to try them so I'm just calling that your job how many of you have an excuse of your job uh, years ago, I was at a church service in another state, and the guy in charge, he stood down at the front, and he says, be back this evening at 6. Uh, the hay has to be bailed. I won't be back. And I'm sitting there thinking, whoa, don't announce it to the whole congregation. 
what was first in his life. It was baling hay that afternoon. In Luke 12 and 16, And he spake a parable of them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought with himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room there to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I'll pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and goods. And I will say unto my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Years ago, I had three jobs. And I just, my excuse was I had to pay her bills. How much time did I have for God with three jobs? So, think about it. I call it getting your ducks in a row. Get things lined up. You have some top priorities. Let's talk about our possessions. I bought a piece of ground. I need to go see about it. I'm thinking, number one, this is a blatant excuse. I don't know anybody that's going to go buy some land and not look at it first. They're going to check for water, fences, whatever. But that's, we'll do that with our possessions. Mark 10 and 17 And when he had gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled down to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Defraud not. Honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, All of these have I observed from my youth. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him and said unto him, One thing thou lackest, go thy way and sell whatsoever thou hast and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad at that saying and went away grieved for he had great possessions. What did Jesus ask him to do is to be put first. Be put first before his possessions. And you know, I've read this before and say, boy, that guy was dumb. He traded possessions for heaven. But do we do that? Do I do that? Do you do that? Put your possessions first in your life. What about family? Another one said, I've married a wife. I cannot come. I've I've had people say, hey, I missed you at church. And they say, oh, we had company. Bring them with you. I've had people say, you know, we had a family get-together, brothers and sisters. We was all at the lake. We, We couldn't go to church. God demands to be first. 
Let's look at another verse or two. Luke 9 and 59. And he said to another, follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first, go and bury my father. And Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go thou and preach the kingdom of God. That's pretty harsh. That's pretty harsh. But he demands to be put first. Another example, verse 61. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee, but let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. Jesus said unto him, No man having putting his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Some of you never plowed behind a horse and all of that. I hadn't either, okay? But there was a plow. You put your hands on the plow and you went to the field. Jesus told him, if you're not doing my work and you're looking back, you're not fit for the kingdom of heaven. You're not fit at all. So when family comes in front of God in your priority list, you're failing. You're not fit. You're not fit at all. We've went through some examples. There's other things that may be your excuse, but this kind of fell in line with the scriptures we read. So I think I'd be amiss if uh, I didn't try to help us get our priorities straight. How to prioritize. Colossians 3 and 1. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on the earth. Is that not pretty plain? What are you aiming at? What are you aiming for? Things of earth or heaven? Are you aiming for heaven? That's what he said. And it talks about if you then be risen. That's talking about coming up out of this water. He gives us a plan of salvation to hear the word, hear the gospel, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He tells us in Luke 13 that we have to repent of our sin, not live in a sinful way, but to put him first. A confession is required before people. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That is what he's told us to do, to come up out of the water. When the, we come up out of this water, your sins are forgiven. Why? Because Christ died on the cross for us. What a sacrifice, what an expense that we can just come up. Then we aim for heaven. Don't worry about the earth. So my question is, are you aiming for heaven? Another way to prioritize, Luke 10 and 41. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. One thing is needful, and Mary has chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. Verse 2, before this, Jesus comes to Martha's house. Several come in. She is cumbered about. Getting food, drink, whatever. She's busy. 
she goes to Jesus and says, Please bid my sister, Mary, to help me. I'm busy. Jesus tells her one thing is needful. Mary has chosen that good part which cannot be taken away. She's sitting, absorbing Jesus, learning from Jesus, learning the path to get to heaven. It can't be taken away from her. Food and drink don't last, do they? So sometimes the way to get a priority straight is keeping focused on Jesus. Another thought. In Matthew 6 and 9, it says, Lay not up for yourselves treasure upon earth, where moth and rust dust corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth and rust dust corrupt, and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You're not going to take it with you. You can have an immense fortune. And you can think of some of the richest guys in the world. How much do they take with them to heaven? Zero. Zero. So I ask you a question as we read here. Where is your treasure? Where is your heart? Do you have heart trouble maybe? Another thought is not using what we're given us. In Matthew 25 and 24, Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not strawed. I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, thou hast here. Let me start over. Lo, there is there thou hast that is thine. So a question are you hiding your talent? Are you hid it in the earth? Are you afraid? Have you hid your talent? You're not using it. Because the next few verses tells us, Take therefore the talent from him, and give it to him which hath ten talents. For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. Cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you use your talent, God gives you more. Maybe you don't sing good, try harder. Maybe you don't teach good, try harder. Keep using your talent, and he will increase you. Maybe it's personal work, whatever it is. Keep doing the word of and the will of God, doing the work God has given you. Here is probably one of my favorite verses. If I can get this, there it is. This answers several things I brought up today. Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands for my sake in the gospel." But he shall receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution and the world to come eternal life. We, we started our uh, remarks this morning in Luke. And it was, I told you that 
we are to hate or love less father, mother, brethren, sisters, mother, wife, children, lands. If we will do that, love less, then we're going to receive a hundredfold houses, brethren, sisters, mothers in this life. That's, that's a good, good return on your investment. And in the world to come, eternal life. That should be our key. That's what we're trying to get across today is to focus on heaven. Matthew 6 and 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow for the morrow shall take thought of, of the things of itself. Sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. How many of us sometimes get busy and push God to the back burner? Maybe he's gotten cold. It's important to follow that commandment, putting Christ first. So I'm going to ask you, what's your excuse? These guys were bidden to a supper. You're bidden to heaven. What's your excuse? You're, you have been given an invitation to obey the gospel and have your sins forgiven and be in good order to go to heaven. Then you have to put Christ first and follow his commandments. Are you doing that? Are you doing that? This is our last verse. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would, have go, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you into myself. That where I am, you may be also. Our invitation song is called Sing to Me of Heaven. And as we sing this, please think. Have I put... Christ first if you have you can really sing sing to me of heaven if you have obeyed the gospel let's put it this way if you have not obeyed the gospel your soul is in danger does anyone here believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God are you willing to change and put Christ first are you willing to just come to the front and say, I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God? If you are, we have water, we have clothes, we have towels. You can come up a new creature. Then you could really sing. Sing to me of heaven. I want to be there. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you have questions about what you have heard or would like to know more information, please contact us by emailing cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook or Instagram and send us a message there.